0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you doing? How's it going? Another fine, festive fall follies that we've had, right? Anyway, uh, a lot to get to. We've got the Southeast um, the southeast Showcase that Navy's Women's Squad was in. Uh, all the, uh, the ACC HL Showcase that happened at the same James that happened. And also, just all your usual suspects. We'll get started with Team Maryland, who have been on what the kids like to call a heater as of late. They took on the Pennsylvania Huntsman last Wednesday. And uh, boy, howdy, they did not let up. Starting off 152 in Vladim Frolov with his eighth of the year from Chase Hannon, seventh assist. Team Maryland getting off to an early, early start. Now, these two teams do have some bad blood against them. A lot of players... Uh, Know each other from uh, one side and t'other, so it's uh, one of those deals where it's like uh, you know friend frenemies situation. So uh, this one did not get too out of hand, thankfully. So we got that going for us. But six twenty six in Ryan Dempster of Team Maryland gets his second of the year for uh, Will Saunders and Jack Lamont, uh, third assist for each of those guys. It's two nothing Team Maryland, and then seven oh two left in the first. Jules Jardine notching his second of the year. From Nola Zotter and Dempster, uh, Zotter's second assist, Dempster's fourth assist. Team Maryland go up three to nothing, playing uh, just like they have the uh, just, just possessed. Their foot on the pedal; they're not going to let up. They didn't in the second period. Things did get slowed down a little bit. Um, Team Maryland uh, did try, did have some power plays towards the end of the frame. Didn't get too much off of that. Six forty-three into the second period. Xavier Tromblay, his fifth of the year, from Froloff and Hannon. Uh, sixth assist for Froloff, eighth assist for Hannon, uh, as uh, Team Maryland gets stymied to only 11 shots in the second, but they're holding off Pennsylvania to only five shots uh, in the second period, going up into the third period, up four to nothing. Then, uh, 529 in, uh, Theo Lutzis gets his first of the year from Hannon, his ninth assist, and Devin Perkins, his first assist of the year. Team Maryland up 5 to nothing, and then back-to-back goals within 37 seconds of each other. Jack Lamoth at 10-20, his fourth of the year from Daniel Mosgrave and Dempster, uh, fourth assist for Mosgrave, fifth assist for Dempster, and then Dylan Shea, third goal of the year from Hannon and Zolter. Hannon's 10th of the year, uh, his third or fourth assist of the game, Zotter's third assist of the season, and Team Maryland keeps rolling, holds uh, the Huntsman only to four shots, They protected um, Josh Scully very well. Uh, He gets himself a uh, a nice little uh, shutout there. 18 of 18. Team Maryland wins 7-0. They are in on it in a big, big way. So they had almost a week off, but they were back at home again doing some work against Philadelphia Hockey Club on Tuesday. And again, a very quick start for Team Maryland. Noah Zotter, 8:48 in, gets his fifth of the year from Jack Lamont. Uh, his fourth assist and Chase Hannon, who's on a burner right now with his 11th assist of the year. Then Aiden Thayroff gets his first of uh, the campaign uh, with uh, Theodore Lousen and Chase Hannon on the assist. Lousen's third assist, Hannon's 12th assist. Team Maryland up 2 to nothing, And then under three minutes of play, Dylan Shea gets his fourth of the year for Maurice Mills, Second assist, and Thayroff his second assist. Team Maryland up Three to nothing, and they really carried the play in the first period, outshooting Philadelphia, really getting a lot of zone time into it. But then the ice tilted the other way as Philadelphia used the uh, the mojo that was happening from that end of the ice to their advantage. Eight twenty-seven or eight twenty-one into the second period, however, Finley Lauer, fourth of the year, puts uh, PHC on the board. Then at thirteen thirty-two, Edward Milgiano with his seventh of the year. Gets PHC to within one, and then with under three minutes re- remaining, Paul Johnson's fourth of the year on the power play evens up the score. Uh, and then there you go. Just like that, Philadelphia HC ties it up. They had 12 shots in that frame uh, and only one power play to show for it. That power play only lasted 28 seconds, so not a lot of uh, damage done on that in terms of shots. It was all coming from 5-1-5 play, but then Team Maryland locked it down. 5-0-8 into the third period, Vladimir Frolov with his... Uh, ninth goal of the season from Xavier Tremblay, his fifth assist, and Noah Huntley his first assist on the shorthand after a uh a early penalty against Team Maryland, and then uh Team Maryland just putting the pressure on, really holding off PHC again, uh not letting them get a lot of uh, shots like they did in the second period. Good adjustments there from the team, and then Jack Lamont with a three uh, three thirty five remaining. Uh, nets his fifth of the year. Jules Jardine seventh assist. Chase Hannon's thirteenth assist. Hell of a weekend for Hannon seven assists in two games. And uh, there you go. Team Maryland wins this one five to three. Josh Scully gets twenty one uh, saves in this victory. And uh, Team Maryland on a big big win streak for themselves right now. You gotta enjoy the adjustments that they've had. A, a rough start to the year, and they are finally getting things. Adjust it as normal, winning four straight, and they will have a task ahead of them uh, today, Wednesday, noontime at Piney Orchard. They will take on the New Jersey 87s. Uh, they will uh, do battle at noontime, so go ahead and check out the uh, the game there. And then next Tuesday, they will take on the New Jersey Bears at New Jersey at the Halley Dallas Arena during the EHL's uh, Mid-Atlantic Showcase, and they will also take on the New Jersey 87s on uh, the 15th. Of, uh, of November. So there you go. Uh, three games, three tough ones, all New Jersey teams. We will see how Team Maryland works on that, and we'll get the all the results to you, less the Wednesday results, uh, to you next week. Stevenson University's men program, they went up to Utica, take on the Utica University, uh, the number three-ranked Utica University across the entire land, and they knew they had the a little bit into it. Uh, and things got started very early on both sides of the puck. As uh, Drake Morris gets uh, the first blood for Utica, 3:47 into the frame, but lo and behold, only 13 seconds later, Zach Egberg pops one home thanks to Nick Danine in the dot, and that will give us a tie game early in the first. It wasn't until there were uh, 21 seconds remaining in the game or in the first period, Kimbrel Johnson pots home one late. Uh, 2 to 1 going into the first intermission. Second intermission, Liam McCanny gets on the board. 7.06 in for Malcolm Palmer and Aiden Graham. And uh, the Stevenson Mustangs getting back to level. Not a lot of rough stuff going on. Only two penalties the entire game, both going against Utica. Stevenson unable to put that to their advantage. So this tie game goes into the third period and then eventually goes into overtime and then eventually goes into a shootout as uh yeah, a very tight match game and that one in the shootout Stevenson would steal another point in the UCHC brackets. Uh well actually they won't, I guess. I guess that's only for tiebreaker purposes. But they do get the win in the uh shootout uh thanks to Frank Vitucci putting one home late and uh getting the moral victory, I suppose, for that one as uh we go officially go to a tie, but Stevenson does win the uh, the the moral battle. Uh, tie. Alton gets himself a 36 save uh, performance in the tie slash victory. That moves us into Saturday, and Saturday uh, an even matchup to start off the uh, second or the the second game of the weekend. Nothing nothing after one uh, for both sides. And then uh, Utica gets a power play early, but Stevenson is early in the second, and Stevenson is the one to jump on it quick with a shorthanded goal from Evan Beers, 246 into the middle frame. Blake Benson picks up the assist. Mustang's up one to nothing, but during that same penalty, Andrew Delarova gets himself on the board on the power play, making, making it one to one. Then, not even a minute later, Aiden McDowell from the top of the circles rips one home on the even strength. Uh, to put Stevenson up once again, Blake Benson, yet another assist. Flank Vitucci, who was the hero of Friday night's game, gets the assist. And Stevenson up by one. But another power play against the Stevenson Mustangs. Do them in as uh, Jacob Brio gets his uh, name on the score sheet for a power play. Goal 7 9 into the second period. And we are tied up again. Both sides again uh doing what they do, playing an even matchup. We go into the third tie, but the third period Utica pulled away in a big way. 741 in Shane Murphy makes it three to two for Utica. Uh, and then 14-16 in Christian Acosta makes it four to two, puts it a little bit out of reach as Brio gets his second goal into the empty net. That makes it five to two, and that is your final in this one as Stevenson drops. Game two against number three Utica. Alton gets 37 saves in the defeat on this one. And uh, Stevenson now looks ahead. They will have their home opener against Alvernia this Friday night, 7 p.m. start time at Reisterstown. Then they'll go up to Alvernia for a little bit of home-and-home cooking uh, to take on Alvernia there. So if you can get out to the Reisterstown Sportplex on Friday night, go ahead, support your Stevenson Mustangs, and then uh, we'll get things going around here, I'm sure. After being shut out during the home weekend, the Stevenson women's squad were looking for a, a bit of a uh, a new look as they took on Nazareth this weekend at home, trying to get the first goal, trying to get their first win, trying to get something going for this team. And uh, didn't start off great Friday night. Could not find that elusive goal. They held uh, Nazareth without a goal in the first period. But then things happened. Too many to not enough was the final on this one. Five to nothing on the finale. Stevenson gets shut out once again and dropped to 0 3 on the season. Uh, Maggie Sinert, 56 saves in this one. As, uh, uh, yeah, they were peppering her in a big, big way. So uh, go on to Saturday. Hope to find something going. And they did find a little bit of something going. Not in the first period, though, as Corsica uh, Skibinski gets on the board 523 into the first for Nazareth. Then on the power play at 730, Ingrid Holstad gets Nazareth on the board. And then to finish out the first period, uh, Skibinski, again, second goal of the game, 1042 in. That puts Nazareth up 3 0 going into the second. But a uh, power play in the middle of the second period gives Stevenson some kind of life. And they potted home with Maddie Silverman. Gets the first of the year coming across the slot, rips one home. Hannah Labby and Frankie Capello with the assist. Three to one Nazareth. And then Nazareth answers back with 43 seconds remaining in the second. Kate Costco uh gets it on the cheap. Four to one on that. Then the third period. Meredith uh Bocher and McKenna will Jan will Janan gets uh the goal, gets the goals for Nazareth, I can speak. 6 to 1 the final in this one Stevenson drops uh drops another one drop to 0 and 4 Sinert gets 58 saves in this one so a total of 114 saves this weekend for Maggie Sinert uh Stevenson now looking to find again trying to find some answers they will be at home against Lebanon Valley then take their trails up 83 to take on Lebanon Valley one Friday and Saturday, so we will see if they can get that elusive first win of the year, uh, which would be great, especially for conference play, getting those conference plays in early. Uh, if they get down early, it's going to be hard to dig out of that later in the season. The Naval Academy, uh, they're looking for some answers as well when it comes to their season. They've had a rough go about it, but around this time, late October, early November, there's a series that kind of snaps them out of it. Usually it's Pittsburgh, but they played Pittsburgh at the beginning of the year. And that series kind of turns the tides, if you will, for the midshipmen. Uh this this series was against one of the top rated teams in the ECHA and George Mason. A home and home event. Friday, Navy looks like they were getting going early. They were peppering the George Mason net. 19 shots to start off the first, but only one went in. With two seconds remaining, Patrick Laughlin on the power play. Fourth of the year for Michael Rokovich and Nick Allen. And Navy up one nothing Uh, after one period of play like I said 19 shots to five were the uh, totals in the first period but George Mason did wake up that uh, potent offense did not have to wait long 429 in to the second frame Matthew Price pots his seventh of the year uh, to tie the score up and then just after the midway point 1308 Patrick Chapman his second of the year uh, makes it two to one even though Navy did outshoot George Mason 16 to five uh, two of those shots did elude uh, Nathaniel Schmidt. Third period, though, George Mason gets three in quick order. First starts off with Raymond Booth, 129, into the frame, getting his fourth of the year. And then 13 seconds later, Jeremy Isaacs, his second of the season, gets uh, George Mason up 4-1. to one, And then at 4.05, Matthew Price notches his second of the year, and that makes it 5-1. to one. Navy did uh, put a lot of shots onto George Mason in the third period. They didn't have a lot of power play time to do it with, uh, but Matthew Cho able to pot home his second of the year, 11:39 into the third period. Kate Spryder with his second assist as well. Navy trying to claw back into it. Minute 40 left. Uh, Samuel Zimmerman his first of the year from Jason Fisher his first assist of the year. Michael Rockovich his eighth assist of the year. But time was not on Navy's side, and they run out of it before they can find a way to get um, within one. And then the equalizer. They drop this one five to three. Nathan Schmidt with the 14 saves in the defeat. So we move on to Prince William County, go down to the Patriot Ice Center, uh, and then, uh, sorry, the Prince William Ice Center. And uh, Mace George Mason, again, looking to get something going. Uh, it's a smaller rank than what Navy has, so a lot more shots in this one, although Navy did kind of take the tide in the first period, 19 shots to 11. Only one of them went in, 709 in, Robert Cunningham, his fourth of the season, gives the midshipmen a a early lead, and then they carry that through the first period. Then in the second period, Nick Allen, his ninth goal of the year from Evan Adams, his fourth assist, and Michael Rockovich, his ninth assist of the season. Navy up 2 to nothing, and then 14-21 in the frame. Evan Adams gets on the board, uh, his uh, seventh of the year is on the power play, Rockovich and Allen, 10th and 6th assist of the year, respectfully. Uh, and then uh, that's 3-0. And then the shot's a little bit more even. George Mason starting to come around a bit. Uh, Navy did get into a little bit of penalty trouble there, uh, especially late into the second and then early into the third. But Navy's penalty kill, their defense, and uh, Andrew Rugg back there, solid in net. Uh, Nick Allen on the power play takes advantage. 10th goal of the year from Edwin Adams, his 5th assist. Navy up 4 to nothing. And then the defense holds it, Pat, down, and then there we go. 45 saves in the shutout for Andrew Rugg, his first of his collegiate career. And the Navy takes this one. A nice split for them. Again, like I said, could this be the series that kind of turns this team around? Very well could be because a lot of ECHA matchups coming up, and you got to think that they want to get things turned around sooner rather than later. They will continue the ECHA stomp. As they'll go up to uh, Southeast Pennsylvania, take on Villanova on Friday and Westchester on Saturday, and we will see what they can come up with, and we'll talk about it here next week. Towson University they had a home and home against uh, the aforementioned Villanova this weekend, and uh, it was a uh, interesting start to the game on uh, on Friday night. Villanova really taking over offensively, 19 shots on goal in the first period, but Daniel Ludwig was solid. In net for uh, Towson, able to stop all 19. Towson only able to muster eight shots in that first frame. Uh, luckily, able to get out of that unscathed. We are scoreless after one. Then 9-14 in. Stepan Gorlenkov gets his uh, third of the year for Villanova. That pots home a 1-0. Again, Ludwig getting peppered all over. 18 shots against. Stopping 17 of them in the second period. Then in the third period, on a power play. As Towson just can't stay out of the penalty box for one reason or another, getting called a lot all of all the penalties, and there were uh, there were nine of them. All but two went against Towson on the power play, though. On one of the power plays, the first power play for Villanova in the third period, Jonathan Naraki gets his sixth of the year on that power play. Two nothing Villanova, 44 seconds remaining. James Harwood gets his seventh of the year from Jeremy Wilson, but time was not on the Tigers' side. And they drop this one by a score of 2-1. to one. Ludwig, 52 saves, facing a barrage of shots. And uh, able to stop most of them, but could not get goal support. And thus turns the tie. They go back to uh, Pennsylvania for this uh, for the return of the home-and-home. And Towson gets started really good, really early on the power play. Uh, Jeremy Wilson pots home his sixth of the year from David Kish, his first assist. And James Hardwood, his sixth assist. Uh, Towson up one nothing, but it was short lived. Six seconds in, or six seconds later, Nick Wood gets his second of the year to tie the game all up. Villanova again outshooting Towson, eighteen to eight in this frame. And on a power play, the oddly enough the lone power play that Villanova got in the frame, Matthew Arena pots home his sixth of the year, and that gives Villanova the lead, which they will take into the second uh, period. Which again, a very very costly period for Towson, but some silver linings to it as well. Jonathan Naraki 332, and gets his seventh of the year, puts Villanova up three to nothing. Then the penalties start coming. Three straight penalties against Towson, but the penalty kill and Daniel Ludwig able to stave off that uh, and stave off 22 shots on net. Towson did get a little bit more of an advantage in the third period, putting on 13 shots to Villanova's sixth, and there was a little bit of a fracas with 106 remaining in the game. Uh, Emotions going high, penalty boxes being full, but it would not matter as the final score would be 3-2-1. Ludwig, 43 saves in this one as Towson drops another one. They'll be off uh, this weekend. They'll take on William Patterson at Ice World on November 19th for a Sunday brunch game. So if you can make it up to Hartford County, go ahead, check them out, and see if this team uh, can keep it together. I mean, Ludwig is doing all he can uh, to make things happen, so we will see if they can reward him for uh with some little goals here and there it was the acchl showcase and the uh the stats are not in you you love to see it in fact we only have scores for university of maryland for friday and sat on sunday's game uh friday they lost eight to six to unc wilmington Uh, i don't know what their mascot is but it looks like some kind of bird in any case uh, Maryland drops their first game. The second game, though, we do have stats, and it was a tight one, too, uh, as uh, UND takes on uh, North Carolina State University. North Carolina State, of course, a big, big hype the ice pack has surrounding them. Terps in tough, but they get things going quickly. 149 in Travis Deshane, his second goal of the year from Tucker Healy and Patrick Begonowski, 7-1, and one, respectfully. Is it respectfully? Is it respectively? Either way, I don't know English, folks. one nothing, Terps early going. Uh, and then Alex Sandell gets his second of the year with uh, 525 remaining in the first. Uh, his second of the year from Blake Waner, his fourth assist of the year, and Beganovsky his second assist of the year. Terps up 2-0. to nothing. Uh, NC State out shooting Maryland 11-7, to seven, a very low shooting game for Maryland, if all was to be predicted in the ACHA website, which again, suspect at best. Only two shots registered in the second period uh, to 10 for NC State. Cade Cox gets his fourth of the year, 857 in for the ice pack. That gets them to within one. And then a shorthanded attempt. Drew uh, Brisingham gets his second of the year on the shorthanded uh, with 3.10 remaining. That ties the game going into the third, and then with uh, just about five minutes remaining, 5.36 to be exact. Max Newnham, his tenth of the year from Trevor Drake, his tenth assist, and Luke Monin, with his first assist, Terps up 3-2. to That's how it stayed. That's how it was gone. They get a victory. Henry Peltier, 27 saves in the victory. And then on Sunday, again, ACHA, no, no tactical stats, no team stats here on the ACCHL website. 6-2, uh, the Virginia Tech Hokies take out the Maryland Terrapins. Um, so the Terps now, they will take on a New Jersey road trip. They will be at Ryder on Friday and at Ronan on Saturday. Um, so go check them out. They will be on the – I do believe Ryder does have the broadcast capabilities to do on the Maryland Hockey Network, so go check out their YouTube – and watch them games. The other team there, hanging out, having a good time. Stevenson University, you better believe it. Uh, and uh, did did they have did they have any 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 stats at all? Do you think Do you think there was any any stats that uh, they could bring bring to? No, unfortunately, unfortunately, no. Uh, for this one, uh, at least in the score in the scoring realm, as it were. I mean, the ACCHA website. Uh, a-C-C-H-A, yeah, A-C-H-A website does not have much. A-C-C-H-L website, again, nothing. Uh, but luckily for everybody involved, uh, Stevenson does uh, very solid with their recaps and things like that. Uh, first taking care of Denison, or taking care of Elon. Not Musk, though, God willing, they can do that. 10-3, uh, to 3, a thrashing for the uh, Mustangs in this one. Uh, they take the lead on that one. We'll run through the uh, the Elon stats on this one. Michael Hughes with uh, two goals and an assist. Uh, that's a, a hell of a showing. Anthony Breen gets the hard hat, his first hat trick, and a helper to begin with. Four-point night for Breen. Brandon Jesse, or Brendan Jesse, rather, a goal and two assists, whereas uh, Bryce Doherty gets himself a goal. Nick Hoover uh, potted an assist, Chris Robinson gets three assists, got the game puck as well. Matt Warrington also getting on the score sheet with a goal and an assist. Tyler Shabbat uh, also a goal and an assist from the back end. And Dominic Norris also a goal and a helper in a big uh, 10-3 victory. David Shahadi, 26 saves in that one. They went on and took on uh, Denison the next night. Uh, not as lucky, 9-3. to And Stevenson does not give out stats, apparently, for losses. So we do not know who scored. And we move onward and upward from there. Uh, However, on uh, Sunday, yes, Sunday, Stevenson takes out UNC Charlotte 4-2, a big win for them overall. Mike Hughes, again, two goals and an assist uh, for that. Warrington with a goal and an assist. Nick Hoover gets the hard hat and a goal and an assist. Uh, Tim Finkenzeller. Hot home, a go an assist, and Anthony Breen with an assist as well. David a 28 saves, and the game puck. So there you go. Big two and one effort for Stevenson as uh they will go on to play Georgetown at Georgetown, and they will take on uh Virginia uh at home on Saturday. So go check it out at the Reisterstown Sportplex. I it's at 9 30 p.m. start time. So if you're in the area, go check it out. Why not, Pop? Why not? The Southeast Showcase happened for the uh, women's side of things, and the Naval Academy Midshipmen were a part of that and uh, had themselves a sweep of a week. 9-3 to victory over Buffalo to start off the game on Friday. No stats for that one, unfortunately, but uh, nine goals. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Go on to Saturday. Navy takes on Mercyhurst, get on the board very early, 19 seconds in. Elizabeth Perry, fourth of the year from Tina Cornelio, her fifth assist. Navy up quick, but 8.06 into the first period. Haley Petrick gets her fourth of the year, uh, puts the Lakers even with the mids, and that's how we ended the first frame. In the second, late, late, big burst for the uh, mids. They had 20 shots on in the entire period. They were peppering the uh, Mercyhurst nest net like no other. Luckily able to get through with under two minutes remaining twice. Anna Peterson at eighteen o three five, her fifth of the year. Chloe Haynes, her fourth assist. Then Abby Sears potting home her first collegiate goal uh, with 35 seconds remaining in the frame from Peterson, her third assist, and Samantha Clark's second assist of the night. Navy would not let up there. They would make sure that things were all tidy and get another insurance goal to Elizabeth Perry, sandwiching the scoring. With her fifth of the year, 1250 15 the third period. And that's all she wrote on that one. Deanna Purroto, 17 saves in the victory. Navy 2-0 on the weekend. And then Sunday, they take on the Lawrence Technical University. Technological University, rather. So Lawrence Tech U, let's make it happen. Uh, Navy out to a big lead early. And that's all thanks to 22 shots in the first period. And they get started at 155 in. Tino Cornelio, her seventh of the year from Lindsey uh Her fifth assist, Navy up 1-0. And then Sam Clark, 553 in. Her second of the year from Anna Peterson. Her fourth assist, mids up 2-0. And then 1237 in. Sam Clark said, I'm not done yet. Won't stop. Can't stop. Uh-uh. Third of the year, mids up 3 to nothing. Peppering Lawrence Tech. Didn't know what they're supposed to do, and I don't know if that's a demon as their mascot or not. A little spooky and scary. Uh, tis the time of year. So, uh, going into the second frame, and they got the they got things a little bit even again. Lawrence Tech getting a lot of shots on net, able to find a way through in the second frame. Sydney Lachow, her third of the year, 1703 into the second, uh, gets Lawrence Tech on the board, and then a quick one. 1921 in Sophia Buckberger, her eighth of the year, makes it three to two, gets them to within one. But with only nine seconds remaining, Abby Sears have yourself a showcase. Second of the year, Anna Peterson's fifth assist, Sam Clark's third assist, Navy back up by two goals going into the second frame. Then Lo Chow, one fifteen in, gets her fourth of the year as Lawrence Tech. Gets back to within one very early in the frame. And they did have a power play late in the frame to deal with. But Navy's defense, keeping them out of any kind of harm's distance, able to keep things away, and able to give Pervoroto 25 save victory as Navy sweeps the weekend uh, in a big, big way. So a nice, uh, nice win for Navy, especially coming off the crab pot defeat to Villanova last Sunday. They'll take on Delaware Saturday, only one game this weekend, uh, and we will see how they get things going there. Uh, and then we got ourselves this here. Maryland. They were not part of the Southeast Showcase. But they did take on George Washington. And uh, they did put a uh, put the proverbial beating down on George Washington. Um, that could be because George Washington didn't have any players. But they only gave up defensively two shots on goal. Uh, El Shanzer uh, only had to make two saves. Whereas uh, uh, Poella Martinez Zaniga had to make nine, had to face 98 shots, stopping 87 of them, as the Terrapins win this one 11 to nothing. Um, just a thrashing. They had things going on on that one. We'll start off 108 in Chloe uh, Snurringer, her second of the year from Grace Wildeberg, her eighth assist. 108 in. And then we just go down, let's just go down the line. 12.45 into the uh, first period. Christina Karabanova, second of the year from Wildenberg And Skalgholm, Skalgholm second assist, Wildenberg's ninth. Then Grace Carlo gets her first of the year from Lena Mastra- uh, Mastraka, her second assist. Then Karabinova, her third of the year from uh, Catherine Wanner, won her first assist. Then on the power play late in the first, Michelle Rinozo, her first goal from uh, Mastraka. Third assist. Five to nothing after one. Then things got even worse. 102 into the second. Carabinova, her fourth of the season and third of the game, the Natty Bo Hattie Haunt. Then uh, Chloe Snaringer gets her third of the year from Skog Home, her third assist. Wildberger gets on the goal side of things with her third of the year. Then uh, Snearinger gets her second of the period and of the game uh, with her fourth, sorry, her third of the game too. Natty Bo Hattie there, Haunt. With her fourth of the year, home and uh, Eileen Kilcary, with a uh, with an assist on that one. Wildberger uh, gets another goal, her fourth of the year from uh, Kilcary, her third, and then snaringer gets her fourth goal of the game, five on the year. Grace Wildberger, her tenth assist. That's all she wrote. Like I said, L. Uh, Shanzer only had to make two saves overall. Ringer, four goals, Carbonova, three goals, um, three assists for. Uh, Eliana Skolgholm, five points for Grace Wildberger, two goals, three assists. So a uh, huge, huge situation for University of Maryland. Good for them. They will take on the DVCHC showcase they'll have this weekend off. That starts on Friday uh, up in Aston, Pennsylvania. So don't you dare miss it. We will be without them now uh, for next week, but we will be with them after that. So huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. The Loyola women. Also got into uh, the swing of things. They're now a D3 team, and uh, I'm sure that was known to many, but I did not know that because I don't know how to read. So that's all on me. Uh, but in any case, awesome to see them again back on the ice. They had two games this weekend um, to uh, to play. They started off against Slippery Rock, and there's a lot of goals in this one. 14-6, Slippery Rock takes the victory. In this one. Starts off with uh Haley Steffi, even strength for Slippery Rock, getting them on the board first, and then Hunter Flick, 736 in, making it two to nothing. Loyola gets onto the board. Caitlin Cavanaugh, even strength from Astrid Chase, makes that two to one for Slippery Rock. But then after that, Slippery Rock gets three straight goals from Steffi. Uh Giuliani Penezza and Steffi once again. Steffi getting a first period hat trick. 5-1 to one after the first period. Slippery Rock again starting off early and often. Three goals in two minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, Carly Heiser on the even strength. Isabella Hayes and Steffi again. Uh, Potts one home. Loyola gets one, 5:43 in. Kiera Rosario. Potts one home, makes it 8-2. to two. Whitney Reese on the assist there. And then Hayes for Slippery Rock gets one. Restores the seven-goal lead. Victoria Dunham, though. Victoria Durham, though. She is not going out without a fight. She pots one in for Loyola for Madeline Webb, makes it nine to three. Then Steffi again makes it ten to three, and then Durham back and forth goals on that one. She makes it ten to four. Astrid Chase and Jenna uh, Caruso on the goal or on the assist there. Third period shows us that Isabella Hayes uh, again scores. Uh, Loyola gets one on the board. Emma Alexander from Grace Cannon uh, makes it eleven to five. Uh, Kaylee Chowdhury gets one for Slippy Rock. Ed does Madison McIver. Emma Alexander again gets on the board uh, from Cannon and Rosario, and then Hunter Flick ends it with a minute thirty left, making it fourteen to six. That's all. We, that's all she wrote on that one. Grace Ryan uh, made fourteen saves in this one. A uh, a very a very interesting one to say the least. So, uh, yep, we will uh, <laughs> one word upward from there. Uh, And they did. They went on to play the next day, taking on the IUPUIUPUIUP Crimson Hawks, and a big 9-0 shutout in this one. Uh, Goal scorers uh, were Madeline Webb, Victoria Durham, uh, Madeline Webb again, Astrid Chase, Caitlin Cavanaugh, Durham again, Alexander back-to-back, and then Chase finishing it all up for the ninth victory there, Grace Ryan uh, her first shutout there. And uh, Kiera Rosario, her first goal in the game against Slippery Rock. So a big weekend for the uh, Loyola University of Maryland. Good to see them back at them. Uh, they will take on Montclair State in a home-and-home series on November 17th and 18th. So uh, don't you dare miss it. Let's well, rapid fire through uh, Division Three. Loyola had a couple games this past weekend. They get a big W against Westchester uh, 6-2. to in that one, and then they drop one to Rowan, uh, uh, what is that, M2A. They lose them 8-5 to five in this one. Uh, as of right now, Loyola doesn't have another scheduled game until February 2nd, so we will see where that all goes, but uh, Loyola splitting off this weekend. Stevenson University, their uh, D3 program, uh, they played Westchester this Saturday, allegedly, no score on that one. Then they played Rowan on Sunday. They lose ten to one on that one in West or in uh, Owings Mills. Uh, there, uh, the Naval Academy, their M two team, they took on George Mason, a big win, five to one on that. Uh, so big ups to them there. Uh, the UMBC Golden Retrievers, they had a seven to three score, um, and uh, they were supposed to, I believe, take on somebody else. Uh, this weekend, um, looks like they were supposed to take on Weiner, but it looks like uh, Weiner may not have played. In any case, um, Millersville 7-3 over UMBC. UMBC plays this weekend at Gardens House against Hopkins, and then they'll play up in uh, Susquehanna on Saturday. Let's get to some players. Uh, Sam Anis, a uh, goal and an assist over the past uh, three games that he had there. Uh, as he puts his total up to six goals, eight assists for 14 points because that's math over there in uh, Dynamo Minsk. Charlie Serato back out on the ice for the Youngstown Phantoms, the fall student Maryland native who already made a huge impact in his first five games, makes more of an impact. Uh, now back on the ice, three assists over the weekend, uh, one against Tri-City on Friday, and then two in the uh, Tri-City sweep, or the sweep of Tri-City, for Youngstown this past week, and that puts him at one goal and 11 assists in seven games for the Falston, Maryland native and former uh, university or university U.S. national team uh, program member. So uh, big ups to him on that one. Eric Charpentier uh, got himself his first assist in the NCAA on Friday night over Quinnipiac in a tie for uh, for Dartmouth. So uh, one assist for him in four games. Pretty good job. Congratulations. Welcome to college, young man. Uh, Anthony Domina had a big game on Saturday for the Yorkton Terriers, although it was not enough to beat the Kinders League Clippers. Two goals and an assist for, uh, for Domina. Puts him at three goals and four assists in 11 games uh, for himself there. Lacey Eaton slowing down her at pace just a little bit. Only two assists this weekend against St. Cloud State at two more wins for the Wisconsin Badgers, that puts her at 12 goals and 11 assists and 23 points on only uh, 12 games. So still almost a two-point-per-game player, which is pretty dang uh, phenomenal. Stephen Holiday had a uh, not-so-great weekend, uh, nor did Ohio State, dropping two to Michigan State, but he did get an assist for himself, uh, putting him at seven assists on the year in nine games so far. Jesse Horacek had a goal Friday night as the Maryland Black Bears continue their winning ways uh, game one against the Rochester Junior Americans. Uh, Third game in a row, he opened the scoring. Couldn't do it for a fourth game, but the Black Bears sweep the weekend. Uh, You can check out Defending the Den for the updates on that one. Dimitri Kibrew, his teammate, uh, got a goal and an assist this weekend against Rochester, uh, putting him at uh, seven goals and 26 assists, or 26 points in 19 games, whereas Horacek, if we backtrack on that one, because I forgot to give the point line on him, eight goals and six assists in 20 games, so uh, good showing for the Maryland boys who are uh, still with the, are still hanging out with the Black Bears and doing some dang good things overall. William Lawrence, two assists this weekend, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, as uh, Johnstown sweeps the Northeast Generals, and that, that puts, uh, uh, Lawrence at four goals, 13 assists in 18 games overall. Will Margell potted two assists on Friday night's game uh, for Mercyhurst, as uh, he uh, he and the Mercyhurst Hurst Lakers beat uh, Bowling Green 4-3 to three in overtime. Uh, did not get any points on Saturday. They dropped that one there. That puts him at three assists on the year for his first year in Mercyhurst for Will Johnny Molera is tearing things up already. Four games into the season, uh, he has got two goals and seven assists for Sav Regina University in his senior year there. We will see how this all pans out, but he looks like he's going to be a tank back there uh, for Sav Regina. And, uh, yeah, good times abound for that. Jarrett Tenori picked up his first assist of the season as the Severna Park High alumni uh, gets on the board for the Chicago Blackhawks. That puts him at one assist in eight games a season. So he's got that going for him overall. George Vinakis for Curry College, uh, also starting the year off pretty strong, two assist in the first three games that he has played for uh, Curry College. And that'll do it. We've done, again, a, a longer one, but uh, we're getting there, folks. We're getting there. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate it more than you know. You can check out ChesapeakeHWPod on Twitter for uh, all the things that are going on there. And uh, clutchandcrabhockey.com for some of the things that are going on there. Um, I plan on writing more, but, again, trying to find time with work and all that stuff. So doing our best, folks. We're doing our best. Um, that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Woz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has uh, been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Again, Chesapeake Pod on Twitter, clutchandcrabhockey.com. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, play that clutch and crab hockey, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace.